there are thousands of events happening all around us that are looking for speakers. And at Mic Drop Workshop, we want to help events find amazing women speakers like you. We send out a free weekly newsletter with gig opportunities. So join over 200,000 subscribers at micdropworkshop.com slash newsletter. Okay, let's get started. You guys are in for a treat today. We have Audrea Richmond on the podcast, who is someone I met on Clubhouse. I feel like I'm saying that a lot lately, but this girl is no joke on Clubhouse. She has over 60,000 followers on there. Audrea is a serial entrepreneur with over 13 years of business branding and marketing experience. She runs a seven-figure company with a very small team. She's a five-time Amazon best-selling author, most recently of Uncloned Marketing. You guys have to check out that book on Amazon. And today we are going to talk about three new ways you can market yourself in 2021. And I really wasn't expecting any of them, so you all are in for a treat. Please welcome Audrea Richmond. What's up, everybody? It is Jess Ekstrom, and welcome to Business on the Bright Side, the podcast where you can learn how to make a living and make a difference at the same time. Life is short, and so is my attention span, so let's get started. Audrey, I'm so glad you're here. Um, I first (laughs) fell in love with you on Clubhouse, and then my crush continued when I started following you on Instagram, because I think something that um, is so uh, kind of annoying now on social media is that you have to cut through so many layers in order to figure out what people do or what they sell or what they offer. And you were just like, let's cut to the chase. Yeah. (laughs) And I love that. I don't have to wonder what is Audrea doing today? I mean, it's there. So tell us a little (laughs) bit about you and and how you got your, your beginning with Uncloned Marketing. So for me, when I got started with Uncloned Marketing, it came out of frustration of being compared to others in the marketplace. So typically when uh, people are looking for people, their price comparison, their program comparison, their features and benefits comparison. And a lot of the times people would group me with people that I didn't feel like I was, you know, like, really, you comparing me to this? And so I wasn't becoming the obvious choice. And so I had to make sure that like, okay, that means I need to, you know, refine my marketing message. I need to refine my marketing. I need to refine how I show up. And most importantly, I need to get to the root of who I am as a person. Mm, I love that. And making yourself the obvious choice. I mean, yes. so much, we, we try to like crack a code or an algorithm of like, how do we get more likes? How do we do something? It's like, no, how do we just make ourselves the obvious choice? Yes. I feel like yes. that is so simple, but really powerful. So we're going to go through three ways to try new marketing in 2021. That's one of the things that I saw on your website is like just being first to test things out has such a big advantage, but that first step you've said is just really cutting to the point. So tell us a little bit about that and why it's significant in a new marketing strategy. Yes. So oftentimes people are busy, like super duper duper busy. And so the longer you take to get to the point, the longer you prolong the sale, the longer you prolong the result, the the longer you prolong the the relationship. Mm -hmm. So I have found to like get straight to the point because it's so effective. Mm -hmm. And I also have to think about because me, when we're creating stuff, we got time. We're, you know, we're like in la la land creating our theme, but we have to keep in mind that the people we're serving are parents, 
their spouses, they're busy, they're caretakers, um, they're maybe caring for small kids. And so they don't really have a lot of time on their hand. And so the more you waste their time, the more you lose an opportunity to get the quicker win. And so if you can simplify not only your content, but also your solutions and how you serve your clients, you can definitely see a, a bigger return on your community and, and results on how you get your, get your clients results. One of the mistakes that I made in my course creation early on was I thought that if people were going to come to me to buy my public speaking course, Mic Drop Workshop, that I needed to just overwhelm them with information. Like if, if right. in order to increase the value, I had mm-hmm. to increase the bulk of the content. And what I found was like, people could just go on Google and be overwhelmed with content. Yes. They come to you and they hire you and your services and your course to cut to the chase. Like yes. this is a damn point. How do I get <laughs> right. a paid speaking gig? So yes. how can someone who's maybe a content creator or mm-hmm creating a personal brand, a podcast, a speaker, what are some ways that they could do? You mentioned texting earlier. Yes. Um, yeah, Text messaging that. is a way to get to the point because you got you only got 140 characters, okay? So right. you, or 140, 240 characters. So you can't really be too extra. Another way to cut to the chase is like your medium. So audio and video is like the quickest medium to get uh, someone to get the information. Mm-hmm. Another thing to think about, and this is something that I always embed in my head when I'm creating anything, whether it be a course, product, service, How can I get my client a quick win and what needs to be true to help them get the big win? So if I say I want to help my client launch faster, as an example, what tool and resources do I need to put in place that will cut out all the thinking, that will cut out the the research, that will cut out a lot of the logistics that typically would come up in that task? So would you say though, you know, maybe some people are listening on here and saying, well, that's just not my style. I'd rather yeah. date someone before I ask for their hand in marriage, you know, yeah. it is, is this a particular style that you're seeing? Or are you saying that like, no matter what your style is, challenge yourself to be more concise and direct? Yes, that's, that is exactly what it is. I used to think that it took a long time to sell high ticket stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm noticing that people are coming into my funnel same day, signing up, you know, 7,500, 10K on within like minutes because of how the funnel is set up because it is concise. I didn't waste their time. They didn't have to sit through a 15 hour presentation. (laughs) I didn't have, you know, I, I, I gave, this is the thing when this is, this also, I guess you could say requires you to understand sales. Sales is about informing and educating the client on making a informed decision, period. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is what I do. This is what you need to know. These are probably some of the frequently asked questions you're going to have. Here are some of the things in which you're going to get challenged. I know you're probably going to have these objections. Let's go ahead and handle it. And this is the solution. And if you're ready, I'm here to support you. And if not, keep it moving. I think so long, it's, it's kind of like if you took 30 minutes to an hour to try to get to the point and then you still don't get the sale, then it would have been no difference if you took 15 minutes to get right. to the point. And you, still, you know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. it's the same amount of energy. You're wasting your time. You're wasting their time. It's like, let's just get to it. Um, I was actually talking to this woman, Erica, I'm blanking on her last name, but she's also a clubhouse person that I met. And she's like, the more you hide kind of your rates and your fees, just the more uncomfortable it is for like, I'm wondering what you're charging. You're wondering what I'm charging, you know? (laughs) And so let's just, let's just cut to the chase. So I love that first step, a new thing to try in 2021 how can you just be more direct? And yes. I think that sometimes as women, it's, it's, we feel like there's more packed around it. Like so many men are out there. They're like, yeah, buy this, you know, whatever, have no kind of 
internal narrative around what that means or how right. it look. Mm-hmm. But like you are one of those people that I have loved how transparent you've been with what your value is, you know, how much it costs and also just how much you're, you're making. I mean, you're right. in a seven figure business with a lean team. And I think yes. that if we're not transparent about what we're doing, like then people don't know what's possible for them. So I really appreciate you being really transparent in this process. Yeah, it's quit hiding because yeah. he, I always tell people quit hiding because people going to find it. Mm-hmm. If people want to find out some stuff, they're going to, people nosy. They're going to go to Google. They're going to look up all different types of stuff. So might as well lay it out on the plate for them. Might as well go for it. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever wanted to guest on more podcasts? As a speaker, it's an easy way to practice your talking points and figure out what works, all while expanding your reach to already existing audiences. Go to podcastally.com and use the promo code AMPLIFY for 10% off their podcast guesting service. That's podcastally.com, promo code AMPLIFY. Need a boost to start your week? Every Monday, I send on hype text as some food for thought for your week. Text me the word HYPE to 704-228-9495. That's the word HYPE to 704-228-9495. P.S. I actually read these texts and try to respond when I can. So tell me what you think of this podcast. So, okay. Speaking of just putting it all out there, second tip of a new marketing thing to try, which is how I found you, Clubhouse or like audio-based platforms. So tell us Mm -hmm. why you think that that is gaining momentum this year and how someone can can get started. Um, I feel like audio is an easy medium as long as you can talk and have a voice. As long as you can articulate a conversation, anybody can take advantage of audio. It, it, it removes all of the, fr- uh, the friction of all of this big time production. I got to have studio lights and I got to have background paper and I got to have this and this and this and this. And audio is just like, what's your message? Mm-hmm. It's so deep. It's so intimate. It's so close. And it's so easy. And mm-hmm. <laughs> If you activate it, it's going to allow you to grow your platform. So because because you remove all of the things that keeps people um, stuck in this like loop, right? Like when you're following someone on Instagram, you're so caught up in their lifestyle and their family and they got kids and they got followers and likes. And then when you hear someone's voice, you don't even get to see any of that. Mm -hmm. And you could truly start to begin to build a relationship with the other person on the other side. And I feel like some of the people that are successful on Clubhouse, yourself included, I mean, how many followers do you have on Clubhouse now? The last time I checked it was <laughs> Right like now, like, it's close to 69,000. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> but one of the things that um, I've noticed about people who, quote unquote, succeed on Clubhouse or, you know, g- gain those followers is not because they have the most airtime. It's because they're most direct when they have that airtime. So it's kind of combining that first tip with the second one is like, you know, in order to have a powerful audio medium, it's not how much you say, it's how concise and impactful can you say it? Yes. Um, So what if someone's like a little bit nervous to, you know, raise their hand on clubhouse or come up on stage? Are there any tips that you can give people to just hit record? I always tell people like clubhouse is just a big phone. That's all it is. Like think of it like talking, like talking to a friend. That's how I treat my clubhouse rooms. I make it very invite inviting. And I think that has a lot to do with the host. Some hosts are not inviting at all. It they are very intimidating and super scary. But some people have really nailed um getting on the, you know, getting on Clubhouse and like holding space for people. And I'm one of those people where I'm like, we're friends. Mm-hmm. What do you need? 
you know, I'm here to support you. There's no stupid question. Let's dive in, you know? Yeah. What do you think clubhouse is going to change soon? Um, like more, you know, paid rooms or where do you think clubhouse is heading? I feel like clubhouse is like this unpredictable, fun, happy place. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Like, it's like you want to go super, super deep, but you don't know how deep to go or how yeah. invested to be, but this is also exciting. So I would definitely say whatever changes they're going to make, I think it's going to be for the betterment. I am kind of concerned about when it kind of gets out of invitation only, what kind of people will come onto the platform then? Will it cheapen the brand? Da, 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 da. But I think for the most part, like any social media platform, I believe that the people who are fully taking advantage of it right now will be the ones who are like leading the culture mm-hmm. of Clubhouse. And so I think it has a lot to do with the people who are currently have the invitations currently. Yeah, because it started, I think the first wave of people that they invited were tech entrepreneurs. Yes. Is that mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting. I've liked how kind of close knit it has been um, and you see it kind of gradually getting bigger and bigger, but uh, hopefully the atmosphere still remains like very collaborative because that's one of the things that I loved about Clubhouse is like, there's no secrets. There's not like, oh, well, you have to pay me to talk about this. It's like, no, just, you know. I do feel like that's what happened too on Clubhouse. Everybody became like an open book. Whatever Mm -hmm. you want to know, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Because it's not recorded. Do you feel like it's like that because it's not recorded? You know, I I believe it's still recorded. Okay. Despite what people say. Okay. Yeah. I still, I I still think that. So I still do. It's this whole idea of like, oh, it's off record. So I can do the most. Like, no, you need to be like, treading lightly even I've definitely done that before yeah. where I've said something I was like mm, probably shouldn't have said you know because you just like kind of are brushing you were laid back when you yeah not exactly. Being recording. yeah exactly okay so leaving us uh let's recap first new tactic to try in 2021 what did you call it micro marketing yeah like micro yeah. marketing uh micro content I'm hell let's coin a new thing get to the point content okay. get to the point content I love it I love it um so get to the point content second is using audio platforms like clubhouse um would you su- suggest podcasting absolutely podcasting is not going anywhere if anything's yeah. going to be amplified because of the people I would call being raised in clubhouse <laughs> yeah well yeah. I hate the narrative that people are like oh it's too saturated and it's like I mean everything is too saturated is saturated hell, life is saturated yeah. But I think, you know, do you think that there's too many Netflix shows? No, because no. People, are ha- people can find their niche now. And mm-hmm. so I think that um, that's one of the cool parts about pod- there being so many podcasts is that there can be so many niches and you find the right. thing. There's an audience out there for everyone. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, so the third tip, uh, we were talking about this before, and this is something that we uh, believe that we have in common is having a book as a yes. business card, as a lead magnet to your, your course offerings, to working with you. So tell us a little bit about this belief of a book and also your uncloned marketing book that's come out. Yeah. So my uncloned marketing book came out of frustration with how complex people were making marketing. And I've always thought about marketing as a party, (laughs) like marketing as a party. And so uh, with the uncloned marketing book, that book is really a great lead gen because we have higher ticket offerings and it's a great introduction. I really don't like working with people who don't know anything about me. They haven't watched my content, watched any interviews, you know, listen to videos, like any of that stuff. So I always want people to start with getting to know me so they can Mm -hmm. know me a little bit more intimately. And then before I take more money from you. So that's how I look at my book. Well, because I mean, uh, a book gives people something to react to and respond to. It says, this is who I am. You know, this is a, this is a kind of, if, if you 
spent the week with me, this is what you would learn. If we went on a long car ride, you know, this would be it. Yes. And so I feel like, you know, after someone has read your book, uh, that was something that was a little bit hard for me um, after chasing, not hard for me, but an adjustment when chasing the bright side came out, there was, um, you know, a lot of people that, you know, all of a sudden knew all these corners <laughs> about mm. my life. And, yes. um, and I love that because I put it in the book, but I was like, oh, wow, you're, you're at like a nine with me. And I, I just learned your name, you know, right. so kind of finding that, <laughs> that balance, yeah. but it did give people this element of trust to invest in, my courses and yes. other things that I do because they're like, Oh, I've read her book. I know, I know Jess. And so you're saying that other people can have that same kind of like bridge builder by publishing a book. Yes. Because it, it shortens the first off writing a book is not easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you take an the initiative to love. write a book. Yeah. They're like, okay, you must be somewhat legit. So, yeah. you know, you, you are already like over the hump already. Yeah. So. It's like, <laughs> you have the words to fill a book. What else you got? Yeah. I exactly. love that. <laughs> yeah, you're already disciplined. Yes. Um, so would you suggest that like someone write a book that is in relation to the things that they want to sell in like, you know, if they have a course that they want to create, if they have a podcast that they're starting, you know, should they pick a lane and have all of those things line up or yes. How do you so there's someone- two types of books that I've written. The first types of books I've written are, I call legacy books which are, they're timeless in nature. They're not going to change. So I would never write a book on like a social media platform or anything like that because it changed too much. Mm-hmm. So my my books that I write are more principle-based or is timeless or it has a record for lasting forever. So like my first book was on personal branding. My second book would be the second type of book, which is kind of like a manifesto, a perspective, a big idea, something that I want the world to kind of take on. It's kind of like um, a Simon uh thing you know start with why right it's this big idea right like this thing you want the world to kind of embrace and know and then uncloned marketing was the same thing a legacy book I want people to master marketing campaigns and so this is something that's going to be a way of you know doing business forever so there's two types of books legacy timeless and then you have the perspective book now obviously there's other books but if we're talking about like true based books those are the types of books that I you know, like to. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. I think what you said too, is like leading with principles and not something that, you know, would be dated in one year because right. you want that book to be able to live beside your name for five years, you know, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm forever think about all the people who still buying the old school books, <laughs> right? I know. Yeah. What is that? Uh, how to win friends and influence people. Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, okay. So unclone marketing, people can buy it on Amazon. Any- they can buy it on my, they can buy it in my shop, shop, or if they want to get like the audio version or Kindle version, they can grab it on Amazon. Oh, do you narrate the audio version? No, I didn't. Because oh, <laughs> I could listen to you talk all day. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, you have a lot of other audio platforms, though. So <laughs> I listen to you. Well, first, let me do a quick rundown so people who are listening. So three new ways that Audrea suggests that you can market yourself in 2021. We have the, what do we call it? Get to the point marketing. Yes. Get <laughs> to the girl. point content. Straight to yeah. the point. Let's get Straight to-, to the point. We yeah. have audio platforms, including Clubhouse, and then creating a book as an introductory point and as a lead magnet. And then where can people find you, Audrea? People can find me as Audrea Richmond on all platforms, literally. 
Clubhouse, Insta- Instagram is my jam. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Instagram, Facebook, my website is all Ardrea Richmond. Mm-hmm. I love it. And yeah, you're one of my favorite follows on Instagram for sure. I always get so hyped watching your stuff. But, <laughs> um, and then I always like to leave with like a one-liner or thought. And I was looking through um, uh, some of your content and I could not decide between these two. So we're going to just quickly talk about both of them. The first thing that you said was you can copy the front end, but you can never copy the back end. Yes. And I love that. So what, what is, where did that come from? <laughs> so it was this whole thought process, you know, a lot of people like to funnel hack and they think that they know, you know, the science behind the madness. And mm-hmm. so they're, they're like copying the front end, but you don't know the strategy on the back end or how I'm approaching it or what strategies are tied to, or you don't even know if it's working. <laughs> all the time, you don't even know if it's working. You, you're, you're copying all of it. You're copying a big test. And I'm in the background, like I'm never doing this again. And you think I'm winning because you're copying, you know. Exactly. So I love that. You can copy the, you can copy the front end. You can't copy the back end. And then lastly, the worst thing you can do to a great idea is not give it a marketing plan. Yes. Come on. <laughs> yeah. about that. We'll, we'll drop the mic there. Yes. So the thought process behind that is I see so many people that go out and they're, they'll get the photo shoot, they'll get the website, they'll get the branding, they get all of this stuff. They got the big vision, big dreams, big stars. And then it's like, okay, so who are you selling this to? I'm excited. What? Who? What? What are we doing here? Like no marketing plan? No plan? You, you don't even know when you're going to launch this thing? Yikes. Like, don't do your vision like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think a lot of people, do, but I hit publish, you know, it's live, you know, what? It's no, a, baby, no, uh, that's not a plan. Great ideas, not given a marketing plan. Audrey, I thank you so much for coming on Business <laughs> on you. the Bright Side. You are great. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Business on the Bright Side with Jess Ekstrom. I love to send out the episodes every Monday with a quick text and a quote from me. So text me the word podcast to 704-228-9495. That's 704-228-9495. And if you want to see what the show notes are from this episode, head to businessonthebrightside.com. Hit subscribe here, write a review, and I'll see you on Monday.